Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sav and Sean show. I am one of your hosts, Sean. And I am your other host, Sav. And this is our show. This is our show, as the name suggests. Hello, everyone. Oh my God, I've missed that sound. Who's that girl? It's me. I was going to say, who's that sound? And what's that sound? And then... I jumped the gun. I got excited. I'm so sorry. It's been a while since I've been on the radio. Right. Live in Studio Sav. You know, people do tell me I have a face for radio, so. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. (laughs) (laughs) On my show. The show that shares both of our names. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. I've been trucking along to the best of my ability without you here, but it's just not the same. It's just the Sean show. Now it's the Sav and Sean show. We're back. Two pieces back together. You've been killing it. You've been trucking along, like you just said. You've been killing it, doing your thing, making it work. I'm sorry I was gone, but I'm happy to be back. I'm glad you're back. Where have you been? Well, Sean uh, and listeners at home, I had to take some time for myself, you know. I had to just kind of reassess and take some time for me and figure out just what's going on. And I kind of was wallowing in self-misery for a little bit. As you should, you're entitled. Yeah, and then I got over that and I'm happy to report I am a lot better now. Feeling better, doing better, being better, just better. It's unfair to just make a million jokes about mental health without prioritizing it as well. So like, go off, sis. Yeah, I'm kind of now at at the phase where it's just like I have shifted my mentality in a lot of different things. And like I very much now have the mentality of like, what do I got to lose? Like, fuck it. And I have a very much like go for it mentality. I'm doing things I want to do now. I'm taking steps I've always wanted to take. I've kind of been afraid to take. And yeah, I'm just tired tired of, of hiding. I've taken my time to hide and heal and, you know, feel sorry for myself. And now I don't feel sorry for myself anymore. I feel great about myself, so. Go off. Slay. Back and better than ever. Slay. Work. The house boots down. Back. The brows are filled. She's better than ever. <laughs> she's She's ready to go. She's gained a little weight. She's exercising regularly. She has health insurance now, honey. (gasps) She has health insurance. She has a website now, honey. Very incredible website, I may add. You put in the work on that and it actually looks really good. Thank you, except I realized something, and now I don't want this to get me in trouble, because like, over over this period, I've also kind of come to terms with the fact that I'm a little, you know, you know, a little bisexual, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Which is kind of the first time I've kind of admitted it to myself and kind of my family. However, I realized after I launched my website, my mom was wearing this shirt for her job that was like a rainbow decal graphic kind of thing, mm-hmm. but the colors of the rainbow were like orange, magenta, pink, and white, and I immediately looked at it and I was like oh my god you're wearing the colors 
of of the lesbian flag, right? She said, by pride. And she goes, what? And I was like, yeah, those are the colors of like the lesbian flag, slay. And she's like, no, these are the colors for my job. And I was like, those are the colors of the lesbian flag. Look, so I Googled the lesbian flag to send to her to prove that that's what her shirt colors are. Right. Only to realize they're the exact same colors of my website. <laughs> Orange, magenta, white. Oh my god. So I was like She said sapphic sav. Yeah, uh, but I'm representing the wrong demographic here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent gay. I'm only only about a 60-40 right now. I hope that's not sending the wrong message. I mean I love lesbians. Slay. Slay. <laughs> I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> Talk Valentina. Yeah, so that's just a funny thing. My inspiration when making the website was lava lamps. I was like warm, you know, psychedelic, yeah, feminine. In, but also, you know, not like super girly, which is why I settled on orange. I don't know. I'm happy with how it looks. So like, slay. It looks good. We'll just like link it below or whatever. Yeah. I'll just like put it in there. That would yeah. be cool. That would be great. I'm so sorry. As you pull up your ornate crystal wine glass. <laughs> with a very delicious rosé, I might add. A dream, a treat. Oh my God. Which is, is something I've also been discovering is I've had to very much reassess my relationship with alcohol. Just, you know, for the sake of being transparent, I've had to kind of reassess my relationship with drinking and what exactly it means for me when I want to consume alcohol and, you know, how responsibly I actually do take the consumption of alcohol. But I specifically bought this rosé tonight because I was so excited that we were going to be recording together. Oh my God. And it's in, I'll have to show you the bottle later. It's a beautiful, yeah. I don't even know the name of it. It was just fancy and pretty. So I bought it <laughs> and like everything I own. <laughs> this is beautiful. This is gorgeous. Let's run with it. It's my literal like oh shiny complex. The bottle, so it has, first of all, what sold me right away. It has a glass cork stopper okay Ooh. right so she said not a screw top honey not a cork because i've been i've been traumatized i've been seeing a lot of videos on tiktok of people opening champagne where people get hit in the eye yes yes but first of all put your thumb over the cork people put your thumb over the cork like a or like use a towel or something i always use a towel or hold on to it yeah because well because my hands get sweaty so like i always have yeah. to use a towel to like grip the neck of the bottle anyway so like <laughs> Come get it, fellas. Or ladies. Or ladies. Or ladies. Either. <laughs> but so like I've been traumatized by like regular corks. So I was like, okay, glass cork, slay. It's ornate. It's expensive looking. It's fancy. It's also impossible to open, actually. Upon further investigation, once I took the plastic off, I literally can't get it open. This sounds like a descriptor of you. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Fancy. She's difficult impossible to open. Impossible to open. <laughs> Will not open up to you. But the bottom of the bottle itself is like a rose. So like, oh it's like God. just a normal plane. Like it's a, a tall, like slender bottle. But then like the bottom of it yeah. is like blown to look like a rose. Like it's really beautiful. That was good. That was basically why I bought it. I'm obsessed. Are you well-versed in what is happening with the internet right now? Because honestly, we're a few days late to this game. Oh my goodness me. Am I well-versed? Am I incredibly disappointed, shocked and amazed and astounded? Yes. Yes and yes and yes. I am shook. Speaking, of course, about the Try Guys drama. The Try Guys Try Infidelity. How about that one? That part. Here's what gets me. We have been very avid fans of the Try Guys. We've even mentioned them on this pod before. So let's be honest. I think everybody's on a consensus. If it was going to be any of them, it makes sense that it was Ned Fulmer. Listen, my boy Keith Habersberger would never. Would never That's all I'm saying. Would never. All I'm saying. Would my boy Keith never. would never. Also, on Becky Habersberger, 
of all people, there's there's no possible way. Becky would literally murder his ass. He would be Becky dead. He would straight up commit homicide. And she'd be sitting there with Yo- Eugene, just like drinking. Drinking a seltzer, like hee hee. Yeah, we're just having the best time. Yeah, literally. A box Chardonnay, like hee hee hee. It is just wild. With Alex, one of the food babies. L- listen, this situation is so sticky because like at the end of the day, Ned is her boss. Right. Like Ned owns a stake in the Tri Guys as a company. Ned, when the Try Guys went like, you know, and started their company after BuzzFeed, right. Ned did all the financial stuff, all the business stuff, because he went to Yale because he never lets anyone forget that he went to Yale. For science. Not even applicable. But like he owns a stake, probably a percentage of the Try Guys as a company. So the fact that they fired him is like shocking to me because I didn't know if they would legally be able to do that. Like how could they work around that? But they must have like some kind of clause or morality thing or something. Yeah, there's probably something in there. I think that a lot of it too is probably like either they bought him out for his stakes. So like whatever he did own in the company or like you said, there was a morality clause, something in there that would sort of oust him out. But the fact that I mean, there's a lot that we don't get to know because, you know, it's it's piping hot tea, but it's also not like it's a business. It's, it's like, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's also not our business or anyone on the Internet, quite frankly. It isn't. But and here we are. But I was I saw a TikTok that Kelsey Dara, who used yes. to work with them at BuzzFeed, had posted about and how really important it was. And, you know, we only get a view into people's lives, you know, using this kind of platform. I say this kind of platform, I mean, they're a multimedia platform company overall. Mm -hmm. But in the same way that like anybody listening to this doesn't necessarily get the whole scope of our lives. Going into that in mind, even though we don't get to know everything, I feel like the fact that, you know, this came out really at the start of the month of September and they took the time for an internal review, which would an external review probably be a better idea? Yes, but also you know, multimedia companies like that don't necessarily require it of that size. Well, and I also don't even know if they even have the people for that. Like, it's just really the four guys and then, you know, like, Rachel, the food babies, because they also do their editing. And, like, you know what? Nick, their producer. Nick, Miles. Yeah, like... Rainy, but they do mostly the podcasting stuff. But, yeah, they it's not like there's that infrastructure that exists in the first place. Yeah, it's not like a corporate company or anything like that. It's it's basically like a startup, kind of, that blew up. Honestly. And it's really interesting that, you know, from the information that we have, that they made a priority to take care of... Because they're, incestuous probably isn't the word, but they're so intertwined as like a group because, you know, work versus friendships and how basically all four of those people all have spouses or, or significant others that also all work on different projects within the same company. Yeah. Like, I mean, Ariel is just as much a part of the brand at this point as Ned is. Like, quite frankly, they have a cookbook. They have their own series. Right. They have two children whose, like, lives have been heavily documented on the channel. Like... Exactly. It's a mess. Also, the fact that Alex is with her fiancé, Will, for ten and a half years. Not engaged for that long, but to be with somebody for ten and a half year. First of all, to be with somebody for ten and a half years, and you're not married at that point, what what is going on? Something is wrong. Something is wrong. That part. 
And also, this has been said before, so it's not really an original thought, but the power dynamic that comes into play as well, the internet posting is about a consensual relationship, absolutely, but you can't think for one second that, you know, as consensual as something may be, that there isn't a power dynamic subtext there. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. Like, it, that, the wording of that whole statement that Ned released is very fishy, because, like, it doesn't matter how consensual it was. You're still her boss. Right. Sketchy as hell. What gets me more than anything, underneath like the real drama of it all, like the core legality of everything, people on like the fray of that company are coming out with the best content. Like, I don't know if you follow Lou Burger. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Alex Lewis tweeted like, what a terrible day to have the name Alex. Like, oh my God. It is just so, so funny. And and they're still posting content, which is- Well, and like the thing is, I saw someone on TikTok today God help me, I can't remember the creator's name, but she broke it down like in a really easy to understand way. Like when BuzzFeed created the Try Guys, how many years ago? It was for one video. Right. You just needed a bunch of random guys together. That's why it's three white guys and Eugene. You know what I mean? Before Eugene was even the token gay one, he was the token Asian one. And then the three white guys. But of the three white guys, as the Try Guys began to grow, because they basically blew up overnight after that first video, the demand for them was like insane. And that's what caused BuzzFeed like a call to action to pump out more content with the four of them. But it's like after that point, they were a product. So they needed to differentiate themselves. Eugene became the Asian one from Texas, you know, half Korean, half Texan, whatever. That's his shtick. Everyone had to fit into a box. Yeah, Keith is like the theater major who's like kind of nerdy, kind of smart, dorky, dweeby. He's tall, he eats a lot of food. Zach is the Jewish one, chronic pain. Sorry about it, Zach. Sorry about it. Ned, what is Ned's brand? Oh, well, these other guys are white and they're nerdy and they're dweeby just like me. I have a wife. I'm the only one that's married. Right. I'm the only one that has a girlfriend or fiance or whatever. That's my brand now. And like, that's why it became his shtick. Right. Not necessarily because he was obsessed with his wife and that really was his whole perspective and he was all about my wife and whatever but because that was what he needed. But it's an, an internet personality. Yeah, to make that brand. Exactly. So it's like, are we really surprised that the guy that was always about his wife and his family is the one that <laughs> made it all implode? I'm not surprised at all. No, not at all. Am I disappointed? Much like my father at every pivotal moment of my life as a child? Absolutely. Absolutely. But am I surprised? No. no. But contrary, you know, to my own personal life experience, I won't start to hunt for Ned's approval in every action I make throughout the rest of my life. Can't say the same thing about my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, shout out to Kevin. Kev, I miss you, my guy. I've never actually had the honor or the privilege of meeting Kevin in person. He's going to lose his fucking mind that you're back. I have, I've told him nothing. I love Kevin's and I know Kevin has missed me terribly. So Kevin, I, I just want to say this is for you, buddy. He asks <laughs> after you more than he asks after me. Like I'll give him a phone call like, Hey, this is what's going on. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's cool. 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 Hey Sean, how's Savannah? <laughs> literally, literally. I'm like, she's doing well. Kev baby. I'm thriving. So thanks for asking about me. I'm I miss screaming. you. XOXO. Gossip Girl. But there's a three for three on these types of men, too. Because remember, everybody lost their minds over John Mulaney and the Olivia Munn situation. (sighs) 
Crazy, crazy, crazy. That one was just so disheartening for me, John. Jonathan Mullaney. Started the snowball effect. Then we have Adam Levine. And again, this is not new information when it comes to the whole TikTok situation. But the fact that everybody was like, the Ned Fulmer stuff is what we expected Adam Levine to be. And everybody was like, Adam. And then they didn't care. Literally, Ned Fulmer got more mainstream media attention than Adam Levine did, bro. Which That's is crazy. crazy. It's like the first time truly an internet celebrity that's been canceled has gone into mainstream media for it. Like, it's actually right. insane. Like, there was a, a, a paparazzi walk that uh, Ned and Ariel did, because I guess they're I staying that. together, which is not my business. And they, they were walking, but TMZ covered it. TMZ covered it. TMZ's everywhere, baby. They are everywhere, but you never hear about internet personalities being covered. The try guys on TMZ, exactly. Right. Unheard of, honestly. Unheard of. I saw another TikTok of this guy that was like, Adam Levine cheated on his wife? You mean to tell me the guy that has California tattooed on his abs is a scumbag? <laughs> I was like, are we really surprised? No, not at all. And then there, there was that meme about how he, his entire tattooed chest looks like a Chipotle bag. That had me howling. <gasps> oh my god. I did not see that, but now I literally cannot unsee it. Oh, oh my god. It's true. And I saw another thing, not to just not produce any original thoughts, but I saw another thing that was talking about how cursed Adam Levine is in the sense that like the amount of number one singles Maroon 5 has had over you know the amount of years is like super super solid but you'll never meet anybody in your entire life that's like you know what Maroon 5 is my favorite band like ever everybody knows the music but no one's like wow I love Maroon 5 like that songs about Jane is a good album a great album a great album but that's from like what 2004 yeah a great year for music <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, what was I just going to say? Can you name another member of Maroon 5? No. One. Name one other person in Maroon 5. Do you know how many people are in Maroon 5? Five? I would hope. No, it's not even five. It's way more than five. I'm Googling it right now. I'm screaming. It's way more than five because I remember being alarmed by how many people were in it because you would think it would be five, right? That's, that's the expectation. You would think it would be five and they're all going to wear maroon jackets and something like cohesive. I don't know, like a Ravager patch or something like from Guardians of the Galaxy. It just sounds like you're describing Devo. How many people are in maroon five? There are eight members of Maroon 5. It's not as many as I thought. I thought I was imagining like 27. Still too many. Still too many. But have you seen all that stuff about like the TikTok detectives? What is crazy to me about that is that when all of this stuff dropped, we're talking, it was like less than 24 hours before they were taking like anonymous stuff and then going immediately into it with like backlog, a full year going all the way from where they thought that they started to like really get that intimate details and ingenuity of the human spirit, honestly. First of all, never underestimate a woman's ability to figure something out because let's be honest. That part. 99% of these TikTok detectives are, are ladies, okay? So slay, first of all. Slay. Secondly, 
I think it's funny how like how many people like come out of the woodwork like I signed an NDA because I was a personal assistant for the Try Guys back in 2011. Here's everything that you want to know I wasn't allowed to say before. Like you know what like all the people right. that do that shit, I hate that, right? I just think it's so stupid. But like I think I think anything on the internet should be taken with a grain of salt. Abraham Lincoln said that, I'm pretty sure. Wow, direct quotes. Historical, even. I mean, that that's pretty, that surmises everything right there. Like, you know, don't 100% believe every single thing you hear because, like, it's very easy for people to lie on the internet for clout. You know what I mean? It's speculative, for sure. Like, say, for instance, me, I've been best friends with Ned Fulmer for eight years, and I would have never thought that any of this would have happened. I was going to say, you've been best friends with him for eight years and he, you haven't ridden his coattails any further than this? We both know me well enough to know that I absolutely would have capitalized off that shit. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. But to that end, also, anybody who worked with them at BuzzFeed that is like doing their own stuff has also popped out of the woodwork. They're, yeah, they're all coming out like, oh, well, hey. My NDA was up five years ago, but no one's ever asked until now. Like, bitch, right. you are just capitalizing on this man's total imploding of his life right now. It's wild. He's just such a, what a stupid, stupid thing to do for on both of them. Stupid on him, stupid on her, but mostly stupid on him. Like, he... Mostly stupid on he him. He ruined everything bro and if they're staying together like i get it for the kids but also don't stay together for the sake of your kids bro it'll traumatize your kids i mean look at us we turned out fine my parents divorced so did mine very early i actually have no recollection after my formative teenage years they divorced when i was 17 18 so got it out all of the way yeah right i was like thanks for for saving it for after the tumultuous part of my life and not just sprinkling it in in there as just an extra seasoning i'll say as a child like i don't remember my parents together at all so for that time frame it was you know that trauma was not there for my formative years um, it was just like the undertone throughout the entirety of my life. And here we are. And clearly you turned out totally fine. So I'm well adjusted. I'm thriving. I have no deep seated insecurities, traumas, or other things to unpack, like the largest duffel bag you've ever seen in your entire life. And it's great. Um, not to deflect from your childhood trauma. Can we talk about House of the Dragon for a second? Yes, absolutely. We can talk about it. Have you seen it? No. <gasps> but keep in mind, I also never watched the original Game of Thrones either. I watched Gay of Thrones where Jonathan Van Ness... I remember this. I remember this. But I never watched the actual. Here's the thing. Game of Thrones really let me down. Right. In the end. Okay. They really did let me down in the last season. However, even though they let me down... Is my Sunday ritual back of me settling in on my couch at 9 p.m. sharp with a little blankie, a little snacky snack, maybe some chips, I don't know, some chips and hummus, maybe some some cheese and crackers, I don't know, depending on what I'm feeling, you know. All applicable snacks for you, as, as our audience knows. But anyway, back. To, I'm tr I was trying to make a point back to your story of childhood trauma so that this doesn't seem like a tangent. Right. So anyway, every Sunday night, I settle in. With my, my cozy little blanket. It's one of those blankets that's like, you know, like quilted on one side, but then like fuzzy on the other, like hairy on the other, you know? Oh, I know the blanket well. Oh, it's my blanket. That Let's be clear. Whenever I have guests over and they're like, oh, can I have a blanket? I always will like do the thing where I'll look at that one first. Like, 
And then immediately look for any other blanket. Like, I'm not going to offer my blanket no, to somebody. Not. Like, I'm a good host, but not that good. You know what I mean? This is my blanket. No, I know the the exact assortment from the throw pillows to the blankets that are on the couch and where they belong. What's funny is that your blanket just so happens to be the biggest one. Yeah, because I, ha- I have long legs. This is my blanket. Right, exactly. And the rest of them are just like so small. So you have to layer unless there's multiple people and then you got to crisscross applesauce. It's a whole thing. Anyway, you were saying. Well, see, I had the benefit of of the only two friends I really hang out with, which are Casey and Fabiola, they're both significantly shorter than me. So it doesn't matter. I can give them the short people. That's fair. Like this, that makes you know? sense. So like that, and my brother has moved out of my house. So like, I don't have to fight anyone for the long, like it's mine, you know? May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. But anyway, so Sunday night I settle in on my couch with my whole wheat English muffin with scallion cream cheese my fuzzy blanket and i watch house of the dragon it's i don't know any of the game of thrones like books or anything i specifically what i like to do now uh because i have no life uh, is i'll watch you know like my my media of choice my shows my films and then i eagerly await the breakdowns on youtube uh so i can like you know get all the easter eggs and all the right metaphors and the hidden meanings you have to circle back yeah and then it helps me really appreciate my media that I'm consuming more. I really that enjoy tracks. that. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Sometimes you play the Game of Thrones and sometimes the game plays you. And that's applicable to anything. Like, say, for instance, the growth of mental health. Say, for instance, infidelity on your wife. Say, for instance, a show on HBO Max. And there we go. Full circle. It's all wrapped up in a cute little tiny bow. That's the episode. Men are scumbags. That's the that's, that's the, the thing that connects it all. Yeah. Myself included. Well, God, I missed you. Oh my God, you're back and I can't. Ugh. So if you like what you just heard, you can feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. It is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves. That is small in the figurative sense, not the literal sense, because we are, in fact large people. If you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can at Anthony underscore clams. If you want to follow our show on Instagram, you can also do that at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. And Savannah, where can our listeners find you? Well, you can find me on TikTok at Savannah Peterson. I don't think there's an underscore in there. I think it's just Savannah Peterson altogether. Or you can visit my website, savannahpeterson.com. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty much it. I don't use anything else. For any of your writing needs. Yeah, I write. Uh, I can do scripts. I can do uh, films, plays, musicals. I also do like freelance copywriting. Um, I'm also considering offering some monologue services Ooh, on yeah. my site soon. So, you know, pre-written monologues for all of your auditioning needs should you need a pre-written piece uh, for your season auditions coming up. So, yeah. Yes, a dream, a treat, and a gift. Support local writers so that I can move and get my own space. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. time. Goodbye. Uh, Bye-bye. Goodbye now. Hey 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.